0: One, two, one, three, one, four.
1: Inspiration, elevation, knock at your door. Aloha mai kako. Aloha. Welcome to Mana podcast powered by Pumahina Designs. It's me, Kanwai Lani Davis.
0: And me, Kulani, Jeremiah. Wang aloha kako. Aloha. Today's daily Mana
1: Bomb is Sometimes the only closure you need is understanding you deserve better. The focus is closure or attachment. The engagement is what is the difference between the two?
0: Really good question. But before I answer, I'm going to read what you give us on Instagram. You say, I personally have not been one to need closure from another. What's done is done. And when the time aligned, if it did, that would be the time to be open. Maybe that's a bit cold, but it has helped me move past many of things. I do, although, sympathize with those who seek understanding for clarity and growth. What I don't connect with is the excuse to reconnect and attach instead of let go with that underlying intentions. I hope that one can grow to understand that it's your job to protect your value and worth. And if another does not see that, you have the power to close that door. And to find closure in yourself for making a healthy decision. So legit, this is like a whole process I went through. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can do this. So for me, the difference between closure and attachment is closure is you ready to move on. You went through it. You you did your own processing and you as Mako go regardless of the other person being available. Attachment is when you're giving yourself, uh, you're saying you, pre- you closed, that it, there is closure, but you're still trying to be like, uh, but I wonder, I wonder what he's thinking. And I wonder what, you know, and you're still worried about the thoughts of the other person and that predicament. Um, Does that sound about right to you? I mean, I mean, if that, that's the, I think that could be the difference for
1: sure, for sure, for sure. But I'm wondering if we understand it, the difference within ourselves. Mm. and. And the excuses we make, yeah, because sometimes we say, like, we are looking for closure so we can move on. But, like, mm-hmm. when does that become an excuse? Bullshit. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So uh, in the past, I was dating someone uh, well before I got married. And um, it was fun. And it was new. And I looked at that person. And I was like, man, I'm going to marry this dude. <clears throat> now, uh, this is in my early 20s very early twenties. And, uh, it was great in the beginning for the first few months. And then one day he came down to visit in the country and he was like, let's have a conversation. I'm like, all right. Um, and, and proceeded to say that, that it's not you, it's me lines. And I honestly, I don't have any, like anything negative to say about the time that we spent with each other, but, I'm just not ready for this commit this type of commitment that you're wanting. And I was like, huh. Now the fact that he told me it's not you, it's me automatically made me go, dude, what 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 did I do? It threw me back in that space. And it took me three years because after that we didn't we didn't we had still seen each other around, but never had a conversation. And I just had all these wonderings. And I wanted to get them on, and I wanted to ask him. But then I thought, like, that is stupid. Why are you holding out for this person? They're not—they're not invoking any energy in your direction. They told you straight to your face that, "Hey, I'm not ready for this." I think at that point in my life, I realized, all right, all right. But it took a while—like three years, three years of dating nobody, like thinking, "Nah, there's a there's a possibility," you know, of maybe running into him and you know reconnecting or whatever. And I realized that my worth to myself wasn't as great as it was three years later when I was like, hell no, I deserve this, this and this. This is who I is. I don't give two Fs about who you is now because you don't sit well in my space anymore. My space is my space now. It's not my space, but I want you all the time in it. I don't um, don't know if that's making sense, but I, 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 yeah, it took me three years. To get past that. But you know what happened right after that? I met my husband. (laughs) I met my husband three years later. When I realized. Okay give yourself grace Kulani. Like legit. You don't need to know what he was thinking. All you know is it never worked out. And you need to fucking move forward. No so you could. I could tell after reading this mana bomb. That wow. I legit was very um, young minded. Back in the day. And very lost a little bit, you know, emotionally in understanding and trying to know who I was. I was lost still. And so today, when I look at this mana bomb, I'm like, yeah, I've been through that. I needed the closure. I said I wanted the closure. I tried to make an excuse to reach out and contact. And the blessing came after I walked through and told myself, you don't need that. All you need is you. And just start growing in, in that space. So that's when I think I focused a lot more on who I was, what I was doing in my life, how I was going to move forward with me. Never have to have anything else but me at that moment. you know. And then today also, right, been through another relationship, feel like I lost myself a lot. And now coming back to, nope, now it's about you, Kulani, what you're doing. And, and thankfully enough, this one was a lot less time lost because I wasn't super dwelling in the space so yeah I think that was one of the things is like it's always like
1: it's not you it's me which is an interesting way to like end the thing especially when somebody's um insecure and insecure in a way of like Still unsure of themselves and also insecure in the way of ego, like, what you mean? It's not me. You know what I mean? Like
0: trying that to part.
1: Like that part, yeah. And that's a lot. Like people think they're all that. They think yeah. they're all that. Like why? You know. Um, and that's the thing. I think when we get to a point, like, I know for me, it's. I was looking at this, and and it's hard because I see it. It's not that I haven't gone through this, but I have. I had gone through it and. You know, they're questioning of like, I don't get it because I like puzzles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, she them. does. <laughs> I don't get why you feel like that. Like, I don't understand. So I always wonder, like, when people look for answers, what do they do with the answers? That's really what I look at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you so maha you're so curious, you so need to know, you so need to have an answer. And once you get it, whether you like it or not, what do you do with it? Most people don't like the answer. And then they stuck in the same space um, hmm. and they can't grow from that. That's where the attachment comes from. the attachment is not to the person. The attachment is to this um, insecurity. And I think that's where people get stuck. Uh, you know, and and so like it's hard when I see my friends or family like go through some things and like, oh, I need closure. I need to hear it from him. I need to hear it from her. I need to know that. Like da 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 da. Like what was? I'm like, bro. I think they told you. I think you just gotta accept. Like,
0: yeah They don't want you. <laughs> right. Which is the it hardest sucks. thing to hear when you're in a relationship, yeah, right? It sucks. It's it's like the, the hell. hell? No. And.
1: And whether they tell you or not, maybe it's their actions, right? Mm -hmm. And in my case, it was like, I got told a lot of different things from like all these actions, but then these actions were occurring that I couldn't confirm until they were confirmed by the perpetrator. And then I was like dumbfounded, like, okay, not because you did it, but because I was right and I didn't listen to myself. Like, why you never... That part. You know, and so that's the ego yeah like that and that gets stuck and then when you recognize like oh fudge this i'm out like you can move on it's way easier and but it sometimes it takes time it takes a lot of time and um you lose a lot of time just waiting for something that you can provide yourself um it's like kind of i always look at it like you can wait for that person to get up and go get the you know, the milk from the fridge. And that person may never get up and get the milk from the fridge because for whatever reason, it doesn't even matter. But if you just got up and got the milk from the fridge yourself, it could be faster, quicker, satisfying, faster. I think like in my mind, when I think in that that way, it's like, if I have to do it, I lose you because that means I'm going to leave you. You're worth nothing to me. Like, I, I, I try to give people that space of, like, prove, like, you can be here and you can hold your space and we all can hold our spaces for each other. But if you can't, like, and you're inadequate in that way, like, eventually, my fear is not the fact that, I think a lot of the times my fear is not the fact that I cannot or I don't have, I don't have security. My fear is, like, I'm going to have to hurt you. I don't want. And that means I'm going to let you see what you are And I'm going to walk away and then you're going to be pissed at me. And then we're going to get into it. And then you're going to do your thing. And then I'm going to have to be pissed. And then I'm going to have to cut you off. And Like, I already know how this all rolls out down the road. Because people cannot accept certain things. They cannot accept where they're at. And it's like, so I think in my mind, like a lot of the times I, in these spaces of closure, it's like, I don't want to close something. This is a pre-closure. Like, I don't want to close something for the fact that I don't want to lose somebody, but, but when it happens, it's really easy for me to walk away and it sucks. And that's why I said, it's cold. It seems cold, but like people don't recognize like what you've done to a person could be a reflection of what you deserve happened to you. Mm-hmm. Many of us don't realize that like we don't recognize like, oh, well, maybe that happened for a reason. What did I do? And maybe it's not about getting the answer from the person that, you know, left, or maybe it's for you to figure out so that you can get better and grow, yeah, so I think that was the intention of growth and clarity
0: mm-hmm. versus
1: like a lot i think I think there are way, 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 way more people who their ego is blown because they feel like they're so righteous and they're so great and they're so beautiful and wonderful and amazing <laughs> that, that <laughs> they just can't understand why somebody don't like them. <laughs> Instead of just thinking, maybe I could change and maybe do something better and maybe earn my space back, or if not, accept that and then do better. You know, and that's that whole that part. part. Like, mm-hmm. we don't understand whole in that way or ho'a, ah. And that whole ah comes before the whole But yeah, I, that's one thing I notice, and I feel junk because. I watch and I watch and I watch and I'm patient. Like part of me, is like, oh, they, people just gotta go through their shit. It's just hard because you don't want to have to, like, you know, you're gonna have to help carry. But then you're like, I, I, I can, I will. And then eventually, it just we rec- there's that line, yeah, of enabling. And then you're like, oh, damn it, I got myself into this mess of enabling a certain space that I need to communicate, or we need to communicate, or we just flow. You know, so I think that's the power of whether or not or how we want closure. And that's why I said, I think it's more like the closure part. And then I will walk away, but I'm always open. Like I'm open to reconnect if we need to. But if I see something that's very familiar or a pattern that's the same and it's just, it's not there for growth. It's because the other person has an attachment to me that, that that door gets shut hard. And it probably will never open again. Um, and I've had to deal with that a couple of times. And I feel, I. it sounds cold, but
0: nobody knows what I went through. <laughs> exactly that. It's necessary to stay sane, you know? Shit. Yeah. I told you guys, she played chess, not checkers. Or mm-hmm. more konane. She played konane, which is even more, it's like high level checkers, guys. Hawaiian konane. Yeah, sometimes it's
1: good, but sometimes it's just junk because you kind of already know how it's going to end. And mm. you try not to, especially if you have, if you have a gift of foresight. I think that's what, and you don't have, it's not magical. It's just awareness and kilo. If you have that gift and you recognize like, this is not going to end well. So you try, Yeah, you try to communicate, effective communication. You try to be honest. You try create spaces to have conversations. You do your best because you know how this is going to end. And then you're like, but then if you've done that's why I always tell people, like, do everything possible. Everything. Once you've done everything possible, when it ends, there is no need for closure. That's on them. And you they don't feel it. They're going to feel it. You know? So, yeah. and that, I think the, one of the biggest things is that attachment that people have to like this ego and this insecurity affects everybody around them That was a big deal too i i recognized that in my last relationship as well like he was he was still attached to certain people that wasn't only affecting me and my children and my home but was affecting like the people he was attached to and his children and their homes and like It's really interesting to just sit back and watch, but people usually don't see it when it's right in front of them. They don't ever step out and look and go, okay, I'm affecting more than just me. And I think that's part of like this whole, I think that whole like self-centeredness, they're like, oh yeah, I'm great. I'm valuable. But like, I think value is relative. (laughs) Legit that value and worth is relative. Valuable you know, like at McDonald's, but not valuable in a corporate executive seat. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just rough.
0: But that's you go, and then you breathe. <sighs> you <Anything> know <laughs> What is done is done, and when the time aligned, if it did, that would be the time to be open. So that happened too for me in that predicament, where it was twenty years later, we had the opportunity to just allow. Well it was recognizing that. I needed to go through that. That was a lesson for me, for not just give in at every whim, for pay attention a little bit more. That was the havina that I learned from that whole relationship. No just be freely like, yeah, I give myself five hundred percent right away because I what feel you like mean? that. Are right- you
1: talking about like sixteen years, twenty
0: years later after you guys and reconnect, or are you still talking about no about after that the three same- years? Yeah, after the yeah. three years. Okay. So it was nice to have a conversation with the person. I'm good. I didn't really need to have that closure with you because the conversations we had afterwards had nothing to do with the relationship. It was just in the, in this present space, how okay. you doing, you know, all of that. So just kind of, it was a moving forward conversation. So yeah. Sometimes the only closure you need is and understanding. Did you, did you end up bringing better. it up that you
1: needed closure 16 years, 20 years? I don't know if it's 16 or 20. That's kind of a big gap, but like,
0: yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> did you need a, did you have that conversation about you needed closure or you thought you needed closure or anything?
0: No, nah, I yeah. did that back in the, the three years prior. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. birds. I know that at one point you had shared like how that attachment to him and the three years after still affected even your relationship with your, your husband at that time.
0: Yeah. It was really rough too. Yeah, he was the boyfriend at that time, like very brand new. And then You know, the past wanted to creep in and I was like, I didn't realize that was unless and also at the, you know, right there. But a year later, after going through all of this ups and downs with the current boyfriend, recognizing that I didn't want to be in any other space. But, in you know, with him and that it was a space worth fighting for Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of that. And he was worth he was worth so much to me. His value in my life, he grew Every part of me. So, yeah, it it took a year of uh, (laughs) a year of drama, but just to it was because of me and the choice that I made. You know, I just was saying that I'm thankful that I went through the experience. I don't ever want to go through anything like that again. But I'm thankful that I went through that experience because that was something that I needed to grow in myself, learn more about me, and it allowed me to do that.
1: I mean. The attachment, because like, I mean, that's the thing, yeah, when I was talking about like how it affects when people are attached to somebody or something, it does, aff- it's like an addiction. It affects other people and people yeah. don't even know they're uh, they're attached to certain things. And um, in uh, that one, you know, in that instance, when it affects your relationship with your, at that time, partner, right? And so, yep. which became your husband. Who had gone through a lot of turbulence because of your choices, yeah, you know, unnecessarily, yep, yeah. and unfairly. But you know, the good thing was like you, you've it, you know finally made a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you look back, what was? Can you identify like what was your reasoning for your attachment to him and that you had to draw him in? to a relationship that you, you know, that you already were in with another man? Like, what was that attachment like for you? Like, what was the specific reason?
0: Were you still that's, in love? Were you? That's a good question. I think I thought I may have still, no, actually, no, I wasn't. Cause I had already, we, Darren and I <clears throat> had already built a foundation in the months. We were together maybe three months before I got a phone call. And the past walked back in. It was, I think it was my attachment to the closure and me and maybe my ego trying to figure out, oh, yeah, well, you lost me. But, you know, why you did what you did, that kind of stuff. It was more of, of that. And so I had to learn that I never need that. I never need for Noah what he thought anymore, you know. And I didn't need that anymore because I sat in a space with a new person who showed me that it's okay to be me and all of me because he not gonna judge me for nothing. He gonna just allow myself to be myself flaws and all and and still be right there to love me regardless in in that new relationship. I learned so much about my own self because he he allowed me to grow by just being he who he was. Our, our our conversations were were long and deep and sometimes they were just shallow and funny and it he just provided a safe space for Kulani to be Kulani, regardless. So, so why would you ruin that for a year and hurt him? Oh no, I didn't. I I ruined it by one choice, which was accepting the phone call and not telling him. That was the choice that I made, and because of that, he now didn't trust me, and that was the big choice. And for a year, I had to just be—you know—I was. I hadn't had the conversations with with the guy after that. It was just the one, but it was because of that one conversation and me not telling him. So that choice of not disclosing caused a year of holy shit because he was like calling the job and you know just doing things that because he was worried that I was doing something that I wasn't or shouldn't have been doing he thought I was cheating yeah and um I did not and I and I was freaking 500,000 percent committed to our relationship but because I made that choice already it was already in the works I had to now go through him not trusting me for a whole year And just kind of like, okay, you know, and and I had to understand it and I knew that it was because of that choice and I was willing to stick it out. But after a year of all of that, that's when my cup was full and was running over. And I was like, fuck this. You either got to forgive me and we need to talk about this and get through it or we got to we just got to we just got to split because I cannot I cannot I have not done anything i all the choices i make are always pro us and family and if you cannot see that i'm working my ass off to make sure that you understand how much you mean to me they're not gonna work so after a year (laughs) and uh and a job loss and a job loss and and all these uh crazy things that just kind of was it wasn't even a snowball it was just a slow roll (laughs) a slow roll through a year but at that, at that point, I was like, no, Kulani, cool, you're not sitting in this. You're not letting anybody make you feel any bad. You haven't done anything to to show or do anything that was, you know, detrimental to that relationship, except just be you moving forward. So, but I understood the whole time. And I think that's why I lasted that long. Cause on the norm on the norm, I wouldn't, I would have been out after a week of like, you don't trust me, okay, but I'm gone. But I was like, no, this man is important to me this man is important to me this man has just prob again it's it was that space to be super duper vulnerable after a year by that by the end or I mean I, I want to say it was a, a little bit more than a year but after that year okay. um and the final conversation it was just like I'm done like either you love me now or you don't and you, you choose so then it, you know threw the ball in his court and Yeah, we ended up getting married. Um, We didn't get married right away either. That was like, we got married two years after the fact, (laughs) you know? And mind you, we had already discussed, he, he wanted to get married six months in. And I was like, okay, so, and now that I think about it today, I'm like, ooh, that's when we were, it was the beginnings of all of that year. And I'm thinking, wow, were you just trying to get married because of that? Or did you really, really want to marry me? And he really, really wanted to marry me. But that just happened. So that was a super hard lesson for me to learn at his expense. And so. That's huge. Yeah. To hear like
1: the lessons we learn at somebody else's expense. Yeah. Is a big one to like admit and make right. Yeah. How you make right. Right.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really sucks. Like, I think about the many times that I had to learn my lessons at somebody else's expense, you know, and I was hurting somebody because I couldn't figure it out and I wasn't doing, making the right choices, you know? Yeah. and then I think about life today. I think that's probably why I do so much community shit in the world. <laughs> and I want to give back and I want to like sacrifice my time and like my all my things, because of all the wrong I've done. And when I was much, much younger, so now I'm like, this is how I'm going to hold on this. I am going to go through this and it's not for like a glorification and it's not also for a suffering because it both are like <laughs> happening, but like I got to make right the wrongs. And also, like I always say, like, right, we got to Um, how do I make it so people make better decisions quicker um, without that having part. to go through what I went through? And not only that what part. I went through, but what I made other people go through because mm-hmm. of my decisions. And um, if it's like if it's like the universe, like jail time slash community service <laughs> for me. So be it, you know, and like, and then, and then it's funny, because it's like, if if anybody doesn't know me that, you know, they'd be Oh, yeah, she's in the community. She does all these things. And, you know, and I'm like, but there's a story behind that, you know, and it's I'm not. I'm not the saint that goes out and does things for free. And I don't think many of us are. I think a lot of the times we've either gone through something and we want to help somebody get out of it or we've done some things that were very, very wrong and we want to make that right today. Mm-hmm. And um, and nobody's judging and nobody's knowing the whole story and nobody's going to give you an award at the end. You just do it um, yeah. to write that space. But yeah, to, to get to that point where you can go at the sacrifice of somebody else, oh,
0: that sucks, you know? yeah legit and it legit did you know it really really did but what it also did for me is it it helped me um and our relationship to blossom even more and allowed it to <clears throat> allowed me to experience this this unconditional actions like like holy shit that's a lot you don't get not too many people will turn around and be like Oh, you was talking to your ex? Oh, yeah. You really needed to talk to like we already together. Why you gotta talk? Fuck you and out, right? But he was like, "Why? You know, why you needed that?" And I said, "I thought I did, and I really thought I did." But it wasn't until I I sat with him and I saw him cry because he was so hurt that I didn't say anything about the call. Co- uh, I mind you, it's just a phone call, but he had gone through so much in his own life that just the phone call was way way crazy oh and I
1: get that I'm on Darren's side
0: 100% yeah, <laughs> like, yeah she hey, girl, I would have been like you out
1: I don't care you can have him um just because I've been through that and I've been through that recently too but you always want to give a chance right and you yeah. love somebody, you love somebody and it doesn't yeah. make sense but um yeah people, people do them and people you know people make it right at that time or they don't or they just keep making it worse because they don't know how to make it right yeah
0: apart i mean if you're feeling shitty making another choice after you made that first dumbass choice you're not making the right choice people no gotta leave them where they're at yeah man where they're at and it's
1: okay you know absolutely
0: absolutely but for me i i could not see myself without this man in my life that's when you know that's legit when i knew Mm -hmm. legit legit Awesome. When I woke up, I thought about him. When I went to sleep, I thought about him. When we argued, I thought about him. It. It's like, what the heck is going on, Kulan? When you got so soft, but he didn't. You got so heard. You got so listened to. You got so spoken with. You. I mean, you. You were able to have communication, Kulan. There was all these things that happened as a result of the hurt that you caused, dumbass. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Hopefully, nobody's perfect.
1: Hopefully, we learn all of our lessons. But you know, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just keep repeating um until it's till we die.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, did we die, sis? But so did we, we die? die? Yes. We here. We're dying on the inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but for real, uh, yeah. Don't. I mean, be good with who you are. Be good with your choices and move on. Like. You know, sometimes even the thoughts of somebody else that keeps coming into your brain is not necessarily the thoughts like, oh, they're meant to be for you. Sometimes this, those thoughts keep coming in because it's like you're still attached. The second, I know when I'm detached from somebody, by the time I like they pass me, I don't even notice them. Like they can walk past me and I would not even notice them, would not even phase me. And that's when I know I'm completely 1000% detached. If I still see them in the the distance or like, boom, catch a glimpse and I'm like, ooh, I'm not, I'm not 100%. I'm not. And I never, and I, and I never will ever admit that I am just that like, they're definitely in a distance. That's okay. When you know you're good, it's when, like I said, they can pass you. You don't even know they passed. You get that It was in that space. You're like, oh, I didn't even know he was there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, And that's a good feeling, you know? Yeah, I hope we all find closure in ourselves and find growth in that way. And, you know, detach because it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. They will haunt you in your dreams, in your mind, in your sleep. Some are meant to be there. And a lot are not. You got to discern what is what, so. All right folks, sending you off with that mana bomb. Signing off from the island of Molokai, it's me,
0: Kanoilani Davis. Mahaloing you folks for always hanging in there. We appreciate you and remember, sometimes the only closure you need is understanding. You deserve better. Ho kaku. Aloha kakou. Aloha.